When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back! There's a song uh, James Brown sings that's We're Back. And Jump Back, I Want to Kiss Myself and all of that. But I can't remember it. So we jump straight into the podcast. Uh, good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are around the world. Welcome to the Manchester United Redcast. My name's Eddie and I'm in London and his name is... I'm leaving the gap for you, Robert. Anytime you want. My name's Eddie and I'm in London and his name is... My name is Robert Meakin. There was a delay. You know, there's a couple of hundred miles here. <laughs> oh, you know there we go. Mate. Well done. Well done. Some of the giant pipes blowing this up up the road. Let's yeah. let's hope there's not too much of a delay during the podcast as that penny. Yeah actually that was an does drop start, let's yeah, be honest yeah. you should apologize well, I, I should apologize yeah, well, it, as the actress said to the bishop it can only get better from here so let's push on through <laughs> how are you mate you've been away for a few weeks what, what is it you don't want to celebrate and uh, commemorate and mark your own team what, what have you got what is- you're right you're right you're right it's it I've, I've been involved in contract negotiations with the uh, the, the redcast uh, bosses and uh, we've, we've we've arranged a, you're a not going to pay you any more money it's what I've had before yeah I'm still <laughs> I know. I've negotiated a new form of zero thank you very much a donut I think it's called uh, now look you know as uh, I, I'm in a, a whatsapp group with a Manchester I'm a Manchester United supporter an Arsenal supporter a Chelsea supporter Liverpool supporter and a Tottenham supporter and as a Tottenham supporter uh, points that to me every single week you can play as well as you like you're still sixth is there a sense yeah. that you know we're going on this unbeaten run forever and ever amen in perpetuity there's a long word for you and we're still exactly where we were before it is i mean i'm encouraged because we are we are just just outside being in the mix now we're only a couple of points outside the top four but it is strange we think we're unbeaten in how many 15 league games we still haven't been able to penetrate that to top four. I think it has to be said, of course, that the um, the other teams have, over, have proved pretty strong. I know Liverpool have, been, have, have had their hiccups more recently, as have Arsenal. But generally, when we've been winning, they've been winning. And unfortunately, when they have dropped points, they tend to be the occasions when we've ended up drawing games. You know, we, we've had our chances. I know we'll talk about the whole game. That was a hell of a chance. If we only begin to imagine if we'd won that game, and had won at Leicester, we'd been in a very strong position. Well, there are lots of happen. them. The, the Everton game as well. Oh, uh, we Fellaini. There, 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 there are a lot of games. I mean, in fact, most of the games we've got draws, they were games probably uh, that on the balance of, of play we should have won. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it doesn't bear thinking about it. It doesn't help our sanity to think about it too hard. But if you think about some of those draws and the points squandered when you think we're on 45 points and in second place at Tottenham five points ahead of us I mean imagine you know we could be in a far far stronger position if we'd if we hadn't drawn even half those games 
Yeah, but I mean, you know, when Curly comes in here and uh, he sits in for you, uh, not as good as you, I'll suggest that, Rubber, but when he sits in, well, he's absolutely confident that we will come top four. We're not losing games, so you can build on that. There is a platform from which you can build, and there is a fairly now strong squad. And aren't we going to... Uh, Chelsea only have, what, 15, 16 games and whatever they get in the FA Cup. Uh, Liverpool yeah. only have 15 games or whatever it is. Uh, we've got those 15 games plus the... Uh, Kiddies Cup final plus the FA Cup yeah. and, and plus we're still in the UEFA Cup so he's going to need that squad no wonder he didn't let Rooney or Young go no absolutely I mean, we, do, we have I mean we have needed to use the squad and actually you know, they've had doubts in the recent past about the quality and depth of the United squad I think Mourinho has rotated things pretty effectively he has his invincibles doesn't he he, he rarely likes to leave out i.e. the the Zlatans of this world, you know, obviously Pogba Zlatan, as well. Pogba, goalkeeper. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Herrera seems to be one of those. Herrera really pretty likes. much, pretty, pretty much, he, he very much trusts. Carrick, he obviously trusts, but he also knows that he can't he's got to manage you know, it. blog him. Yeah, he, he's got to be careful because I think time caught up with Carrick a bit in recent games and Mourinho acknowledged that because he had a hell of a run in the team. And that's something maybe we can discuss afterwards. But yeah, that, that's, uh, that's another situation Manchester United are going to have to address in the middle of the field because they have relied a great deal on our 35-year-old friend. Yeah, I mean, the rumours are he'll be moved on. Look, we'll get back to the game in a little while. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, you know, he, he he seems to have had a whisper in Young's ear. And goodness knows, at some point, there will have to be a conversation about the club captain. I think so. I think at the end of the season, I think it's very it's very possible that, that Rooney could be on his way. If the Griezmann stuff you know, does come to fruition, if we are going for him... I think the team that's got Griezmann, that's got a Mkhitaryan and still as Latan, I presume will still be around next season. Yeah. Then that, that doesn't seem to be really, there seems very, very little space for Wayne Rooney o- in that o- although, sort of although, sorry for interrupting you, he, he, hmm. he did say, our manager, that he wasn't going to go for the impossible signings because we did go for Fabregas and we went for Ramos, yeah. didn't we? And they, 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 they kind of used us to get their money up, I think. They, they did. I hope, I mean, more, more recently, we've been a, we've obviously been a rather more successful. Obviously, you look at the Pogba acquisition; that did seem to be quite a statement that we were in the market for saying we want the biggest players and getting them. And Zlatan, so, yeah, and Zlatan as well, of course. I mean, the, so the difference with Zlatan, of course, was that he was on a free and the age he was. Uh, Pogba, yeah, it's a very young guy with hopefully his best years ahead of him to have got him against what would have been some considerable opposition, I think, um, was, was a real statement. So I hope that trend continues. I don't expect us to be buying everything that moves. But when we do identify a top player, like a Griezmann who we want to go for, that all the noises seem reasonably encouraging at the moment. Yeah. So if he does come, yeah, I think you're right, we are captain. I think it's difficult to imagine him being here next season. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that he's done well in his uh, second coming, let's call it that, shall we? And I add uh, yeah. Chelsea's uh, his arrival there. He seems to have done much better, uh, Pogba aside, in the transfer market. So he has got a few quid in, hasn't he? I mean, he sold a couple and got a good few quid in. Got, we got first option on Memphis Depay and uh, Schneidlin's gone. Yeah, he has. He, 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 he's been, I think he's been, there's been real clarity in his dealings there. I would, I would say the one thing that's been rather muddled is probably the Schweinsteiger situation, which he sort of, he's contradicted himself a few times on. I think he wanted him out of the door early on. It couldn't, didn't work. Schweinsteiger obviously on a really good salary and the rest of it. 
and and still he sort of. Well, he's added him to the squad, Rob. I don't know if that's not really... That's as confusing uh, as Yaya Torre. He's added him to the squad. Yeah, I I know, but it's almost still... He doesn't quite acknowledge his existence in the team for some reason. It's very begrudging every place. My argument would be at the moment, I don't... Although I think Manchester United fans got quite excited when they started saying that the Carrick, Herrera, uh, Podparaxis, that's it, we're sorted, that's the midfield. I think that was a bit... A bit premature because I, I still think there are holes in that midfield, mainly of the fact obviously relying on a, a rather elderly uh, holding midfielder. Um, I'm surprised that Schweinsteiger isn't used rather more for just that reason because I don't think he can be all that bad a player. And I imagine there's another option when when other legs are needed to be rested. I think that would be a sensible yeah, but, one. But, but clearly, he, 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 where you would go for Schweinsteiger, he goes for Fellaini. Yeah, I think that's probably where we probably differ. <laughs> and um, I don't think, look, I'm not sort of sold, I'm not sort of seeing Schweinsteiger through rose-tinted glasses at all. But I would argue that from what even we've seen of his cameos recently, he isn't a half-bad player. And as a, a reserve option, as a part of a midfield three, I would say sometimes he'd probably still be a better option than the Belgian lump. But um, Yeah, but what, what about the idea that, you know, there's still... We've probably got 15, 22 games left, right? Manchester United. Yeah, yeah. That's a good part of a the season. There's still time for these uh, guys on the periphery. I mean, it was interesting. Certainly with the first goal goes in uh, and, you, and everybody just goes, OK, OK, now we can play <clears throat> against yeah. Leicester, right? But but when you yeah. you look at it, you know we had Rashford on the team. We had it, it was interesting the way that he did rotate the squad for this game. It, it, it looked as though mm-hmm. he thought about it, wanted to keep everybody interested, everybody fresh, and everybody honest. Yeah, and I, I was encouraged by Rashford as well. I thought he was looking very sharp and a, a rather more like like his old self or young self. So I thought that was hopeful. I think that. Um, the debate was about Marshall and Luke Shaw currently seen as being out of favour. Mourinho can just say, look at Mkhitaryan. People were saying only six weeks, eight weeks ago that he was on his way out. I've, I've rested him, kept him out of the team for, for very valid reasons. And now we're, we're, we're seeing the rewards of that. I hope that same strategy might be the case but also with Martial and Shaw, who are undoubtedly talented players. But Mourinho obviously just isn't convinced that they're at the races presently. And where's, like where's Lingard, our FA Cup winner? Where, where's he? We don't even talk he's, about him anymore. He's, I know, it's really, and he's, he's, it's very rare for him not to be on the bench. Um, I would say, I mean, I've, I, but I think that's a pretty much a, a fair status for him presently. I, I mean, I, I think he's a good player. I don't think he'd be ever in my starting Manchester United 11 if you're picking your first choice. But again, I think he's a, he's a good option as a, as a squad player and certainly to come on, I think, you know, no doubt he can be a good finisher, he could be dangerous, he's quick. I don't think, even though Martial and Rashford have had, um, you know, rather dodgy season so far. I, I don't think he's of that quality, but I still think he's a, he's a good player and he's a, certainly a, a good option for United at certain times. Oh, Martial Rashford, uh, the big man up front needs some help, but what about Pogba Rooney and some of the others? And let's analyse that game and talk about mm-hmm. Watford to come. We'll be back uh, with that analysis in a few short minutes. Give software vendor audits the red card by signing up the Livingstone Managed Service Team right away. Call 0203 817 4880 or visit livingstone-tech.com to find out how. 
Hello from the Geek Town Radio podcast, a show that gives you the latest TV, film and gaming news all from a UK perspective, plus the latest UK premiere dates and a ton of interviews from people such as Suits Lewis Lit, Rick Hoffman. It's crazy. The whole thing's crazy. To gaming royalty like Troy Baker and Nolan North. Would you really take a bullet from me? Uh, well, no, that's that's the acting. <laughs> from behind the scenes people such as the directors of smash hit US comedy Veep. We love Geek Town. My kids wear your t-shirts. To screen legends. Hello. Such as Mr. George Decay. Star trekking across the universe. For all this and more, come join us on Geek Town Radio, available to download every Tuesday from your usual podcast supplier and from geektown.co.uk. Welcome back. So, I mean, was it us who were really, really good? Or was and are... Leicester playing now to the true form. I would have to say I thought Leicester were pretty poor in truth. Look, and, and getting a premiership win away from home three nil, whoever you're playing, is a great result. So I mean and so uh, delighted with that. Obviously the Mkhitaryan's goal was I thought quite exceptional. Also, the third goal was beautifully worked, but Leicester were pretty dispirited by then for obvious reasons. Um, so yeah, I thought it was a good a good away performance by United. We shouldn't get too carried away. I think Leicester looked look to me like they're in real crisis. Well, you can see why where they are on the table to back that up. But uh, relief because after the previous game against Hull, to you know, hemorrhage another two points like that, um, I was just relieved that we put in a decent shift. And, 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 and yet, we got the result. Yeah, but put, put, stick a pin in it for a second. And yet, uh, Hull uh, went to play another the top six and did even better than they did against us. So maybe it, it wasn't such a bad yeah. result after all. To be fair, to be fair I know. I, I think like. All Manchester United fans, I've just I've seen this sort of list of fixtures we've had coming up, thinking, well, these are the ones we've got to get the three points from if we're going to break into that top four. So, no, I don't. I think Hull have got a, a good new young manager. I think they've obviously very well organised and seem to be on the up. But it was still hugely disappointing that we couldn't put the, find the back of the net against them. Yeah, I mean, look, one of the things that it's been uh, there's been written uh, this week is the big man needs some help. He got to 20 goals this week. But, yeah. You know, Rooney isn't playing. Rashford hasn't scored the goals he has. Martial's playing better, but not the goals. Lingard doesn't even get uh, featured anymore. Pogba mm. hasn't uh, featured in the way. Yeah, Mkhitaryan, yes, I'll give you. Uh, uh, Mata gets a couple. But we need more people to score more goals, don't we? Yeah, I mean, I think the onus will be on Mkhitaryan, I think, more and more, who's obviously showing big form. So we're going to play him. I mean, I, I like seeing him in that 10 role. Uh, also, they play him to the right-hand side as well. I think he needs to be really among the goals in these coming weeks. And it's obviously very possible with the form he's got. You'd also have to say Pogba in the more free role, which he often occupies. He often plays essentially that sort of number 10 role. We'd like to see more goals from him. Um but he seems and to be providing them at the minute, doesn't he? He does. And to be honest, he's, he's often, he's nearly always involved. I mean, yeah. he's often close to scoring in games when he doesn't. So I think the encouraging signs are there. Mkhitaryan, Mkhitaryan, I like to see Rashford, if he can find the indications where Rashford was playing the weekend. I thought he could just be about to enter a purple patch. To me, he looked very, very sharp. So there you play. I mean, Mkhitaryan, Rashford, uh, Pogba. They're the other people who've got to take up responsibility for getting more goals. Marshall, if he can break into the team, it's, it's, it would be one of the big stories of this next part of the season, whether he can force his way in. He's an enormous talent, 
But I think Mourinho, I think quite rightly, I have to say, is being pretty ruthless with him presently and saying, look, there are other people ahead of you in the team at the moment. I will, I prefer Qatarian, I prefer Rashford, I'll even prefer Matter sometimes to you, you know. And, and it's been so fits and starts with Martial. I, I know he'll be unhappy, but I don't think you can have any real valid complaint for the manager's decision at the moment. Jones, let's talk about him. A long time we haven't talked about him being injured. He, he, always an yeah. interesting character. Uh, but if you're talking about our central, you know, uh, defensive partnership, yeah. really you'd have to think that Bailly is the first name on there and somebody to play with him, right? Yeah, I mean, Bailly was was sensational for us. And, and after, during what actually was a fairly sticky time, Baye was the sort of success story, wasn't he, early yeah. on in the season. And then it was, I mean, the, the presumption was it would be, well, it's going to be Baye and Chris Smalling in the middle, left back, God knows, sort of four contenders. And Valencia was settling in, you know, holding down the berth at the right back. It hasn't really worked like that because Phil Jones and Rocco, of course, been, have been surprise, surprise twists defensively. And I've been just, I've been delighted I mean, I've been as dispirited as anyone with Phil Jones in the last few years, but I think he's really stepped up to the plate. And Rocco next to him was also um, extremely impressive at times, really fast, intelligent-looking centre-back suddenly, which I didn't think we had <laughs> for previous months. Um, in terms of what our our first-choice centre-back pairing would be presently, I think that's really one for debate. Would it be by and Phil Jones? I think that's probably where I'd be leaning presently to be honest but you know, then we're talking about Chris Smalling not being in the starting lineup, which we would never have imagined at the beginning of the no, season no no uh, certainly dif- w- w- we've got problems but they don't appear for me anyway to be uh, Fossil Mensa started to come back you've still got the uh, yeah there are a number of people in terms of the spine the age of our squad uh, which isn't the case for teams like Manchester City uh, and, no. and others they're aging so the future it is bright uh, Watford coming up here's a team uh, and zero in seven and they come and they beat Arsenal their tails will be up and then they won again, didn't they? They, they? They'll be up for it, won't they? They certainly will be. And I, I, I mean, they're, they're a good-looking side presently, and I, I think they'll, they'll come to United full of confidence. And it's certainly not going to be. I mean, it looks obviously on paper. It looks like Manchester United Watford should be a, is, is a winnable game for United. They go. Into, we, we're going to be disappointed if it's anything less than three points. But it'd be foolish to <laughs> be presumptuous about it, as we, as we know. Well, just hope to goodness it's not going to be another draw. Um, it's been so frustrating recently. Um, I, I think it'll be a tough game, actually, for us, but you obviously hope we'll get over the line with it. And just finally, as Latan gets to 20 goals, mm. I think, for the 10th, 15th season in a row, I think, yeah. just about. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no one can beat it. I mean, you know, fine. Uh, the big boy up at Everton, uh, Lukaku scores four. We know the mm. assassins at Chelsea. Uh, Aguero might be a little unhappy that Jesus has come to uh, Man City. Mm. We've got some pretty hot shots. Uh, Sanchez, of course, at Arsenal. But yeah. goodness gracious me. Here's the man. Uh, uh, he said he wanted to be known as a, a, a god. He's come and he's backed his chat, hasn't he? He completely has. He's done everything that's on the tin, as I say, Zlatan. He's such a natural leader on the field. He's an amazing physical athletic specimen. And what a, a, and a real example as well to other forwards in particular, that he's a 35-year-old guy who's looked after himself. Yes, he's supremely talented, but we can't underestimate the level 
of mental and physical dedication that's gone into that for him to stay at that level at that age. You know, we know, I mean, how many premiership players, you know, English yeah. premiership players forwards are lasting from their 35 playing at that level? Very, very few. And so he said, I'm just, I'm great. And it, it's only going to be a brief time in Manchester United history, really, that you know, Zlatan's going to be in the team due to obviously his age. But what an impact he's made. What an example he has been to the other players. And I hope, I hope that's the, the, that's the other benefit as well as all his goals and his performances now that it might have a knock-on effect with some of those other younger players yeah, in the I team think so. and they take up that mantle I, I think so and i think just finally that that's what uh marina was talking about winning mentalities and the number of people in his squad who haven't actually won anything that's I a think, fair I point think, I think, yeah I think when you, you got somebody like that i think he gives a lot and he demands a lot it reminds me of the rooney of old who struts mm. around the pitch and goes this is what I put in and I don't expect anything less than uh, fr- from you. And if you put anything less, when we get back in that changing room, I tell you yeah. what, we'll have a conversation about it. And, and that's how he bosses the place. And it's great to see uh, on the pitch. Rather how you boss it when we do the podcast, Bobby. Say that again. What did you say? Just, you don't know how to take a compliment, do you? I'm trying to give you a just don't get it. It's a bit like your girlfriend going, oh, all right. You're still going. It's, a, it's, a, it's just not something you've ever heard, is it? Yeah, no, <laughs> so no, I'm getting personal with is it. Was that, was that a low one? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Bobby, uh, listen, always fantastic to do the podcast with you. I've enjoyed it. In fact, you're the only reason I still do it because you're so special. Thank you so much yeah, for your time. I know. I, I know. That's, I, must, that's all true. <laughs> I'll let you get back to the rain now. God bless you. We'll talk again <laughs> next week. Until uh, then, uh, from him, it's bye boy and from me, and it's uh, just for us to say, come on, you Reds. If you like this podcast, come and join me, Mark Webster, for the Whistleblowers, a weekly show that looks at the topics that all football fans are discussing this week at thewhistleblowers.net. And it happens to be brought to you by the same lot that produced this one. Sports Social Podcast Network.